Hey, Mike and Jesse. I was just listening to the latest um, extended mailbag episode, which you can get for $8 a month to squeeze Louise here on Patreon. Uh, full-length hour of content, really great. And I just had this weird thought of, like, obviously you guys haven't seen each other during this whole pandemic, probably. And like, if you guys just met, like, the parking lot or the park, what would that even be like? Would you say, hello, how are you? I honestly just can't picture it. It's fucking weird to me. Anyways. Have a good one. Hey, everybody. Welcome to YKS. It's your host, Jay. And his co-host, hailing from parts unknown, it's DB. Hey, what's up? What's going on? <laughs> What's up, man? How's it hanging? What's going on, buddy? Haven't seen you in so long. Haven't talked to you in so long. It's so nice to. Uh, oh my gosh! Oh, I know. You, you know. I haven't seen you in a month of Sundays. Um. Yeah. Have we met? Have we met in quarter teen? Great question. Now, the caller assumes rightly that we're observing strict quarantine orders. <laughs> Um, even though there are none in our state whatsoever, you can do whatever the fuck you want at any time. Mad Max out there. Texas Roadhouse completely packed. I drove oh my today. God. I drove yes, by it dude. today on the way to give to charity and I uh, just saw that uh, there was a lot of people there. So many people there. Have you ever been to Texas Roadhouse, by the way? I'm sure I have at one point. I don't remember. The funny thing is about about this area of the world is that I think Logan's Roadhouse is like headquartered in Nashville. So there are a lot of Logan's Roadhouses yeah. around. Yeah. And yet Texas Roadhouse has made inroads as a basically identical restaurant concept, um, which is for people who don't know. Um, I mean, it really is like fucking Roadhouse. It's meant to look like a country western bar, except for, I mean, they don't really. It's not like they play country western yeah. music, really. They just have what, like cowboy shit on the walls, and it's like it kind of looks like a barn inside a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I I guess it's for what, like upper middle class white people to go to, and they feel like they're in the country or something, and throwing peanuts on the ground. Some the underpaid person yes. will come and clean this up, so they feel the good about themselves. The peanut is a big deal. I mean, it's like five guys, um, six guys when I'm there. Five guys, you don't throw them on the floor, though. You just put them in a the little basket. But at Logan's and at Texas Roadhouse is the same, too, right? Where you throw them on the floor. You do, don't you? Yeah, I think so. Five guys in a basket. How big is this basket? <laughs> I'm wondering. That you got. Yeah, I think, they, I think they got it from the same place Noah got his ark. And that's just a fun story. <laughs> um the uh the I, I but the truth is I've never thrown them on the floor or I did when I was a kid but as soon as I got to be an adult and realized oh just because you can doesn't mean you are forced to throw them on the floor I dispensed with that frivolity immediately why would you ever fucking I don't understand why you would ever do that because they still have to get picked up even if it's like part of the fun someone still has to do it yeah it's crazy I don't know it's uh, like uh, why would you I'm, I mean do you feel bad you don't feel bad doing that it's the same people who like flick their cigarettes out the window or something just no no uh yeah. Just don't care. 
Whatever. It's actually harder to throw the peanut shell on the floor. It's actually more effort <laughs> to do that. You could just keep it on the table because that's where you're eating it. Yeah. But to like, because I mean, I've seen people do the thing where they like, they put their hand underneath the edge of the table and use the other hand to like scoop all of the stuff into it and then just lean out and just go. Do they like, toss them on the floor in the back? I, I was talking about the lobby because in Texas, at Texas Roadhouse, I feel like in the lobby, it's all peanuts or whatever. God bless yeah. you if you got a peanut allergy in that place. It's like a goddamn landmine uh, <laughs> factory. Minefield even. Yeah. Um, but they also have the steaks in the big case. And I don't recall that you, maybe you can go and like pick your steak out of this, the case, but I've never done that. I just say, whatever. I don't, it's a $10 steak. What am I, what are we talking about? You know, it yeah. doesn't really make any, <laughs> it's bring me the $11 steak. I want your <laughs> finest $11 steak, please. Um, and, uh, but I think there's a version of this. There's a version of the concept, I think in the North which is where they throw the rolls at you. Have you ever seen this? Did you ever hear tell of this? Yeah, there was a place, I think, in uh, Charleston where they had that, throwed rolls or something. Throwed rolls, exactly. I forget. forget. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is, the throwed rolls. So they throw rolls at you. In the north, like you said, in Charleston, South Carolina. I heard of it in Maine, but I I guess. (laughs) Where's it from? Uh, Dan, can we look that up? I'm just kidding. I'm looking it up, Dan. I'm just throwing Don't, stuff to you to fucking research. Don't make him do floor. that. That wasn't going um, to <laughs> <laughs> um, But I've heard of that. And then there's also, of course, there's the one where they insult you as well. Yeah. The, and those are Dick's uh, Last Resort, right? And that can, now that's not you, a country western unplug, theme. But... Can you unplug your fridge? Can you unplug oh your fridge? Oh my god, bro. I know, but can you unplug your fridge? I'm, I'm gonna go. The... I'm gonna go King Kong no, on your ass. Listening to listen to him talk, he's not gonna talk now because he's scared. And then now I can't. I get it's whatever. It doesn't no matter. No tinny feedback. Now. I fixed it. I fixed it. Okay, I fixed it. No more um, bullshit. Lambert's Cafe, Jesse, is what this. Place that's what is it called. is. Yeah, that's and right. That's in uh, Alabama. So you were right in the north, Foley, Alabama. Okay. Well, some, sometimes my memory is less than perfect. I apologize. Um, a lot of weird concepts for restaurants. We have we have met though. We haven't met to do anything important. I've come over to your place to drop off mailbag stuff, and basically how that goes is, I will drive down your street uh, too fast, and the one of the neighbors down the road will give me the stink eye, and I'll say, Ah, oh, crap! I was going too fast. I'll need to slow down. Then I will basically immediately slam on the brakes when I realize I do not know which house is yours. And I will pull into the neighbor's driveway and then back out and then pull into your driveway. Um, At this time, I will move forward until I can see through your window. And hopefully I see you there. If I don't, I keep going and see if your car is in the back. And I do see the car is in the back. (laughs) Can you not describe where I live? Then I back up. So well, because there's psychos listening to this show. There's a fucking house with a car. Good luck, dickheads. Um, Yeah, well. Anyway. And then I get out um, and I grab the (laughs) box of shit and I go flip off your cameras and then I throw it on the porch, and then I walk away, and by the time I get to my car, you've opened the door, because you heard that it was a delivery, you thought it was some fucking cheesy poofs, or whatever you ordered from Amazon. I have, and I have notifications on the camera. So, 
Yeah, you probably your your tummy was rumbling. You thought it I was have, your freaking cheesy poof no, delivery. It, I know that the cheesy poof comes. Uh, I have it on the monthly on Amazon, so it comes every once. You a month. subscribe and save your cheesy <laughs> poofs, bro. Um, and then I get back in the car, and you open the door, and you grab the stuff, and you give me a wave, and I say hey, and you say hey, and I go all right, see you later, and then I hop in the car and drive off, and that's basically the extent of our in person interaction, I think, so far this year. Yeah, and I would, uh, I would almost say that's too much. Yeah, to be honest with you, I would almost say well, I would like to scale that back a little bit. If there was a way, yeah, maybe turn notifications off the camera so that I can just drop off the stuff and then just hightail it out of there. Um, some, yeah, some of your weirdo freak neighbors can come over and take all your shit. Wow, is this is this a copy of Fangoria magazine? Oh my god, I didn't know they still made this. Fucking neighbors so excited for I mean, in this case I really would be dropping off cheesy poofs. That's the other thing. <laughs> um so that's what we've been doing. Oh god, what else? Mike, what else has been going on, huh? Um yeah, I don't know. What uh what's been up with you, bud? That's so good. I mean, we're so good at what this. Is I that? Can't... What is that? I can't ask I can't <laughs> ask my friend how he's doing. Yeah, I did, but I you're copying me. That's what the problem is. Is yeah. they, I mean, once again, I come up with this incredible idea. I'm like, okay, what should I do? I'll ask him how it's going, <laughs> and then you know, just right back in my face. Um, as I was telling Dan a minute ago, I'm fucking, I'm hyper hydrated. I've, I'm tracking my water intake, and I'm chugging right along at over three thousand milliliters right now, which, believe it or not, I think is what you're supposed to drink every single day. And I'm just, I'm flushed to the gills. Yeah, you're peeing a lot. And you, I'm sh- and you showed lot. me your pee on on the camera on your phone, and it's very clear. Yes, that's You're extremely doing a great clear. job. I don't have many other liquids in the day other than water, and I do, but I do have. I have been. Uh, I did locate the Coke Zero Cherry Energy that I allow myself in the morning. In the mornings, I wake up and I get the little, the can of Coke Zero Energy Cherry, and it tastes like total shit, and I like it. I don't know why, but that's what I've been. Uh, <laughs> That's my morning treat right now. I can't. I get so excited. I'm gonna wake up and have that. I just don't like hot beverages. I don't want the hot coffee. I want the cold. I want the cold sugar substitute in the morning. You know. You're a straight freak. Yeah. Well, I, it You're is what it is. Freak tracking your water. How are you tracking your water? You just. Yeah. You have a jug. I've got my jug. I've enter- got this jug. You're entering this data. I've got this jug. It's the Nalgene, and it's the uh, 1,000 mils. I've also got another Nalgene that's 1,000 mils as well, a.k.a. one liter. <laughs> Don't call it a Nalgene. Just say Metric a water system. bottle. Nalgene. And I've also got <laughs> one of the um, – got a Hydro Flask that I got from my wife, and now I use it and because uh, she doesn't appreciate it. And I, and I measured, and that one takes – that one can gulp down about 650 mils. Oh, wow. So I'm just tr- I'm tracking that I'm putting it in the app because I'm tracking the calories and the protein as well, making sure I get the the right. It's a, it's just it's just a, all you know what it is it's just math it's just math and I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna have this thing licked I'm gonna have I'm gonna have the perfect health I'm gonna have I already have perfect mental health and I'm gonna have perfect physical health probably by the time this quarter team's over I think. Yeah, you feel you feel a lot better because you look like shit. Yeah, I feel like hell on wheels. Um, I mean, you look like absolutely dog shit. I was, I was, you know, I was worried about you. I don't feel good. Yeah, I, I feel like <laughs> the my skin is bad. My skin is bad. I'm breaking out a lot. 
Um, I'm sweating uh, a very large amount. I stink. Um, uh, I, I stink. My breath is acrid. I have an acrid <laughs> smell in my mouth. <laughs> I'm oily and then I'm really dry. <laughs> uh, so that's what I've been doing. Um, Mike, why don't we give an update on an old Kickstarter? What do you say? Uh, I was going to say... Yeah? Well, I was going to ask what Dan was up to, but I, I actually don't care. So go ahead and play that theme, please. All right. Well, now I want to know. Dan, what are you up to? <laughs> Nothing. All right. <laughs> All right, we got an update on old Kickstarter here, Mike. It's called Kill the Unicorn. This is from episode 39. I know you remember Kill the Unicorn. You absolutely motherfucking have to remember this shit. <laughs> kill, the, kill the Unicorn is an enchanted card game for evil geniuses. Oh, my God. That's not for me, but... Yeah. I'm one of the good guys. I'll just be a good guy. Right? Um, a calculated attempt to bring out the worst in people. Okay. Why would uh, you want to do that? Yeah. Okay. It's a blind bidding and collection card game. You play as one of the Queendom's unique characters. Catch as many unicorns as you can. Ideally without accidentally capturing a smelly unicorn or a pig-a-corn. Oh, it's like All a right. pig. Now, okay, now I remember this because of the pig. Pig a corn thing, and I remember it. Yeah, absolutely atrocious, mate. I'm a uh, uh, Ramsey, Gordon Ramsey. <laughs> the the pig a corn is somewhat unique. Its father was an award winning hog who never talked about pig a corn's mother. Never quite socially accepted. Pig a corn decided that its mother must have been a unicorn, and after acquiring a horn on the gnome black market, not a great punch up there from black market to gnome <laughs> black market. Uh, made sure everyone else would know this alternative fact. And this is from a while ago where that would have uh, hit a that little bit. That would have hit, yes. Yeah. Severely hit. <laughs> <laughs> Today, Figurecorn is trying to be adopted by a unicorn family with little success so far. So that's actually incredibly sad. Uh, and it also says Figurecorn has a dad, so I don't really know what the adoption storyline <laughs> is about. Um, but this is the classic internet uh, type of humor that you would have expected from many, many years ago, but this is only from episode 39, so I don't guess I don't know what date on the calendar that was. For 2018, I guess, probably, is when this, this happened. Um, yeah, and it's, so. it's, it's, yeah, it's very, like, uh, comically drawn with the unicorn and the screaming and all that. I just, I'm going to play a little bit of the video to get a, give you a taste. Okay, mm -hmm. fourth round. Last day of unicorn hunting season. Now it's time to distinguish the amateurs from the true unicorn killers. Does everyone have their secret plan? Let's see what we've got. Two big, beautiful four-point unicorns, but they are obviously booby-trapped. Hmm? So we're interested in this one-point unicorn, and this is just a pig with a horn tied to its head. It's worth zip. I'm not hunting. I wanted two cards. You sure? Because I believe it is my duty as a knight to defend this queendom from all these repugnant unicorns. <sighs> oh, me too then. I, the agile and noble hunter, will use my superpowers to see what you've played. Oh. <laughs> yeah, me too. Sorry, guys. Wait. Oh, here's, here comes something good. What is this? I will use my strength as a knight to trade cards. Okay, it wasn't good. I 
you hey, know. Hey, hey, you know how sometimes a lot of times I don't know what's going on a lot of times. Yeah. I don't really know what's going on with that. I don't really uh, understand it. What was up with that? I, this is my best guess on this. Yeah. I believe that this game is sort of like a punched up old maid a little bit. So there's like okay. a guessing element to it. Um, and they just added some rules where some cards have different powers. Um, and then they made it kind of jokey. I, I believe that's the general concept of the game. Um, and you, you remember how much fun old maid is, right? Yeah. My, uh, my dad used to tease me with the old maid card and said that I, I wanted to kiss it, which is wrong. I did not want to, I did not want to kiss the old maid. Not even a little bit? You didn't want to kiss the old maid? I did not want to kiss the old maid. I swear to God. I don't think anybody would hold it against you now if you came out and said that you wanted to kiss the old maid. I don't think anyone would... I think now, later in my life... Well, she's probably dead now. Yeah. But, uh... Sad. Yeah. She had no one to kiss her. She died of a broken heart. It just feels like even just one kiss might have maybe (laughs) given her the strength, you know? (laughs) Um, when we talked about this game, it had $102,000, and it ended with a staggering $300,000. Um, and I'll say, it looks like going through the comments that a lot of people didn't get theirs. But, you know, when you've got like 8,000 people ordering something from you, I think it's probably fair to say, you know, a lot of times people, just as a complete, for instance example, um, just pulling out of thin air... Sometimes people will put like a funny fake name as their name on the address label, which isn't a problem because it goes right to the address, except for they'll forget to put their apartment number on the address. Yeah. And so the person who works at the apartment is like, well, nobody lives here by the name Stinky Blunthead. So, (laughs) you know, there's no apartment number on here. So I'm not going to hold it. I'm going to send this back, you know, as undeliverable. And then the person who runs the shop is kind of like, well, it looks like I have to pay to ship this back out. So I hope they will give me the correct address this time, you know. Um, And just as an example, sometimes that can get confusing for certain people. Seems like maybe this happened to you recently for something. So anyway, I think a lot of those are probably just user error, you know. Um, But there is a comment here from Natalia who says, got it finally. It's very pretty. And that's about it. The gameplay is complex and infuriating. Just like the Forbes advertorial said, it brings the worst in people, but not because it's so well designed, but because everyone is so bored trying to understand who got the damn unicorn. I mean, that is, uh, she's coming out guns blazing. Yeah, that's, uh, wow. She's not done yet. The, 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 I'm reading the, like the rule, the gameplay rules. It's a little bit harder than old maid. It's like, uh, it does seem very complicated. That's what she says. The gameplay also changes dramatically depending on the number of players. At three, there are just not enough scheme cards, uh, which are spells or curses on the hunted unicorns. With six, I assume there are too many and even more confusion as to what happened and who's got the unicorn. Most of all, it's just sad because it's so reminiscent of the wild animals black market for rhino horns and elephant tusks. The joke of unicorns being pests who fart and whatnot falls flat. LOL. She liked her own joke there. (laughs) <laughs> Due to the boring instruction about the kingdom's hunting season, it's a far cry from f- funny board games like Munchkin. Um, yeah, you're no Munchkin, okay? And you yeah. fucked up, and uh, Naomi, or whatever her name was, called you out on it, so now you're going to have to... That's a tough pill for you to swallow. 
And with a yeah. side of crow. Now, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, she says, then there is the black market with fake horns and rainbow pate, a.k.a. unicorn meat, which is just in bad taste. It strives to be funny, but ends up sort of like if someone made a game about hitting skyscrapers with planes or tilting the polar bears off their floating chunks of ice. Just my opinion. So there's two new uh, board game ideas for the Kickstarter people. Yeah. So get her um, a job at Hasbro, huh? Yeah, for real. Um, so that's that's I would say that's a that's a pan. Um, then we've got an update from the people responding to a different comment that says uh, this is the people who created the. Uh, the game, they say, these orders being shipped will not include the beloved Pigacorn plush because the customs finally sent the approval only yesterday. We still need to add a sticker on the plastic bag uh, to import the plushes to the warehouse, so it will take time, and we wanted all backers to enjoy their game. Uh, we'll contact you again when these Pigacorn plushes will be delivered in Europe. Um, so the pigacorns were so crazy they got held up at customs because everybody the people in Europe yeah. they doing the customs were like well this is a pig but they'd never seen anything like it jeff yeah it's the first time they'd ever seen anything like that so i mean there's a horn on the pig's head yeah and they're they're thinking do we put this into real animal stuff or do we put this into fake animal stuff because yeah. they couldn't yeah. they're over there like sacra fuck it i can't fucking believe it that's right yeah they were um so that's weird um and finally one from liana says uh wtf is pate is supposed to be on the player mats and why is everything in french first instead of english you should have at least offered an option in upgrades to only get an english version disappointed um and i guess the pates are some element of the game but it says the player mats, this is their response, the player mats are Kickstarter exclusive bonuses printed in a limited number and costing a few money, a dollar, I don't know why they wrote it like that, to upgrade a collector game you got for about $20. Um, moreover, producing an English version of the player mat was not an option as we did not have the split between French and English at the time we produced. And it, when we do not think this is something that people should be disappointed about. So I think that probably settles it. Letting them have it, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I think it is. I mean, maybe there is a point there of, you know, I kind of wish that the game I had bought was in the language that I speak. I mean, that kind of tracks for me a little bit. But I, guess. I don't know. They, I guess. They seem, <laughs> to them, it seems like it's not a problem. Um, I don't know. Anyway, that's that fucking thing. Aren't you glad that thing's not in your house right now? Yeah, that sucks. But you loved yeah. it, you said. Yeah, I loved it and defended it and said we should get it. So. That's the update on an old Kickstarter mic. I think now it's time for us to hit the dusty trail and take a break, and we'll be back with more YKS in just a minute. Mike, today's YKS is sponsored by the fine folks over at YKS. A premium, that is. Mike, on Patreon this month, it's Jessuary. We've got some great guests coming on to talk about some of my most favorite cinema. Aren't you excited? Jesse, I'm so excited. I can't tell you how excited I am. Uh, I wish I had the words to describe how excited I am, but I can't. I, can't, uh, I don't have the... Uh, yeah, I am. I'm pretty excited. Don't beat yourself up. I think you did a great job explaining <laughs> how... Uh, what was it? Excited you are? Uh, was that what I said? Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Mike, we've, we've got some great guests. We've got Sarah Squirm coming back to the show to talk about uh, R.I.P.D. This is a, I mean, this is an underlooked film. I don't think that makes any sense to say, but I don't think people watched it. I think it's very funny and it's very yeah, stupid. It's very underlooked. It's very underlooked. Oh, I'm very excited about it. That's how you sound. Um, <laughs> and we also got John Gamers to come on to talk about League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which is another very underlooked film that I think people are going to enjoy hearing us talk about. Plus, we got a pre-pandemic retrospective with our friends Greg and Paul on the last movie we saw together in person, Bloodshot. You've heard me talk about that experience last March. It was a, sort of a surreal time to be seeing a movie in theaters before we knew how exactly how fucked up everything was going to get. Um, so we're going to be watching Bloodshot again. And this week, we just recorded this one. Uh, Dan O'Sullivan, our friend, joins to discuss Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Now, you don't want to miss that. So I suggest getting on it quick, fast, and in a hurry over at patreon.com slash your Kickstarter sucks. Sign up, and you're going to get a bunch of MFN episodes of Jessuary. Some of the most insane com movie commentary you'll ever hear on a podcast. I think, what what did you say earlier when uh, Godzilla came on? You said he's big as hell. He's yeah. He's I said I th I think I said he's big. Yeah, I think yeah. You're right. I said he's big as hell. I'm really excited to see what he does next. So head on over to Patreon, sign up for YKS Premium, and please check out Jessuary. It's time for the six pack. We got six Kickstarters here. I say let's just break them down. Let's split them up. Divide and conquer. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Why don't I take three of them and then you take three of them and then we'll see uh, what happens after that, huh? You got it. <laughs> all right, you, you go first. I don't want to go first. What? And let you have all the fun? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I'll do the first one, Mike. This one's called Draft Dogs dogs oh i'm a dirty dog you know remember that what is that is that your character dirty dog or something uh yeah yeah looking forward to more from uh from him the character <laughs> dirty dog on the yks show oh did somebody uh, i thought i heard my name dirty dog is this uh god, god. moving on hey does anybody uh what's one of my things i could do as dirty dog does anybody have some new does anyone have? What would somebody? What would he have? Anybody know where I can take a shit? Why? What's I'm with you and shit? You know, not what? everything's about. Not everything's about. Although dirty dog, it would be about. He would shit, be. He would be wanting You're to right. take a shit. I gotta take a big shit. I'm dirty dog. That's classic yeah. dirty dog. God and damn. what else? What else? What else would he say? He's. I, oh, I know what he'd say. I'd be, I'd be like. I really like Coke Zero Energy. Coke, Coke, Coke Cherry Zero <laughs> Energy. I really like that. It's me, Dirty Dog. You know, it's, it could be one of his things. I don't know. Dirty Dog Some, sucks. Uh, is this Draft Dogs, you said? Something I've been working on for a few years, but yeah. <laughs> this is Draft Dogs. This is a fictional account about the crazy goings-on of a fictional fantasy football league. Don't worry, guys. The realism of actual fantasy football has been completely dispensed with. It's time to delve into the insane world of what if fantasy football was fake. Um, and I got some great characters to explore this concept. Mike, did you ever did you ever hear tell of the show The League, which was similar to this? 
I heard of the league. Uh, I I didn't know. I've never watched it, but I've heard of it. And then, I, of course, I've heard of it because of the guy Steve Reznazi or whatever the guy's name is who lied about being in nine eleven. He's like, yeah, I was there at nine eleven. I was in the. I was on the top floor. I saw the plane coming, and I just ran downstairs really quick. There's no way you ran downstairs really quick, dude. I mean, how many floors was it? I mean, that's insane. There's no way. Been, you would have been totally out of breath. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that guy was on there. Uh but um, let's see, who else was on there? Um, the league it wasn't. I think Nick Kroll was on there. Um, was he? And he's been um, he's been in some funny stuff. Uh, he was in the Geico Caveman Show, which I thought was funny. You're the only person on earth did, who thought that. You did actually really love that. That's so funny. I did think it was a funny show, yeah. <laughs> um, there was, let's see. Uh, oh, Paul Shear was on that. Um, he's sort of the mark of the um, of the group. And then uh, Jason Manzukas was Rafi. So he was sort of the really funny guy. On the, he, was, he played the really funny guy. Um, That's cool. You gotta oh, have damn. A, you got to have one or two funny guys on your show or else you... Your show is shit. It'll be in the toilet by the time uh, Sweeps comes around. There's several people on here that were like, Meghan Markle was on. She was a guest star on here. She's like the president of England, I think. There's Will Will Forte was on here. Brooklyn Decker. Ba-voom. What's that? Brie Larson is on here. Uh, Seth Rogen plays Dirty Randy. That that's kind of like my character, Dirty Dog. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. I mean, do we have a lawsuit on our hands or what? Seth, yeah. look at this. Look at this. Look at this. This is Seth Rogen's character, Dirty Randy. Okay, so Rafi's friend who works as a librarian and a pornographer. He works at the library for the infrastructure and says it's a place where you can find desperate people and you can pay them in drugs and alcohol to work as part of the porn production team. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> um, he met Rafi in an asylum an experience he describes as very romantic okay that, I don't know what that, that what's that I'm not sure what that's about he directed such movies as the controversial Schittler's List <laughs> the controversy was that it was shot in black and white um, he, he also shot Toe Bangers 3 the SEAL Team 6 member who shot Osama Bin Laden found a copy of it in the compound but the government will not release the footage Okay. So, that's their show. I think this one's going to be, like, different, maybe. Um, draft Dogs. Hey, I'm Dirty Dog. Um, and this this is a show. This is an animated show, so that's one way in which it's different. It says, the humor... This is the risk and challenges section here, which I always look for. Um, it says, the humor is a lot insider information laughter. So... <laughs> If you don't play fantasy football, you will not get a lot of the jokes. Yeah. Um, I love the TV show The League, so I am going to try to model it like that show with our own special fantasy football twist. Hell so, yeah. okay. Um, I'm going to play a little bit of the video for you. Draft Dogs, a fictional fantasy football league world that's just as crazy as our real world's been in 2020. The drama and crazy going-ons of a league based off real fantasy football players. Now this is tough because I think this person has been hired to read. Yeah, just a Fiverr person or whatever. Can I tell you how much I hate drama? Can I tell you how much I hate that? Oh, I know. I hate it a lot. I I don't like it. I dislike it very much. 
What about a show that's just as crazy as this year has been? <laughs> Is that good? <laughs> I mean, it's about fantasy football and the goings yeah. on as well, which is nice. Um, yeah. I think a familiarity with the topic would have been good for this 23 minute long presentation, but let's see what else she's got. Participation in fantasy sports has been on a steady rise in the past decade, particularly brought about the desire by people to get into the heart (laughs) of the game by tapping into the competitive aura surrounding their selected sports. This is especially so in football as fans choose to experience the game not only by watching it live or from home, but also immersing themselves into fantasy football where they practically live and breathe the sport right from the drafting stage and on to the playoffs. This is as real as it can get while always keeping in touch with their favorite team schedules, scores, and getting further insights on the players live, both on and off the field. Yeah, I think for me, you know, I've, I've played fantasy for a number of years. Uh, and for me, the number one thing I look at is probably the team schedule. Um, <laughs> and I do check on the scores as well. And really getting further insights about the players live uh, on and off the field, I think is really important to me as a fantasy football player. Yeah, I don't know anything about fantasy football. But man, do guys who love spreadsheets love doing it. I just love doing that stuff, huh? It's freaking spreadsheets for jocks. It freaking is, dude. Makes me so it mad. actually <laughs> It actually is. It pisses me off. Um so here so that enough of this. Let's get let's get to the part where they're it's like the show. Um here we go. Chucky. The fourth and fifth characters to be introduced are the brothers oh, Mike and Nemo, two offshore fishermen who have very spotty Wi-Fi and are unable to set up their lineups. Watch Nemo tries desperately to get engaged to his girlfriend, and the league sabotages it at every step. Come on, what can I give you for the first round pick? I'm reigning champ. I need to hold the title. Come on, Chuck. <laughs> the first round pick. Now I ain't giving up the first round pick. <laughs> the sixth character to be introduced is Chuck, the league's fantasy football savant who takes fantasy football way too seriously. Watch Chuck through the season as it's learned that some people in high up places depend on Chuck's fantasy football advice. And just remember, CMC is Christian McCaffrey. No matter how many times you guys ask, intimidate, <laughs> or even try to bribe. Do this again, and I'm reporting you to the commissioner. At least tell us who you're going to pick. It has to be CMC, right? Just tell us who you're taking first so we can plan accordingly. Fuck it. You'll know tonight. Now either help me board up these fucking windows from these goddamn protesters, rioters, wherever the fuck they are. Oh, get wow. Get the hell out of my way. Oh, Lord, dude. It really ripped from the headlines. That is... <laughs> Is there more to it? I mean, it's 23 fucking minutes. Yeah, there's oh, more to no. it. I'm not watching this shit. <laughs> that sucks, dude. Look, it's not the most important aspect of this. I would say it is the bizarre non sequitur to the whatever that was. Um, <laughs> but the uh, the actually the grasp in the writing of fantasy football seems extremely tenuous. And not just from the script that the person on Fiverr was handed to read in front of a green screen. But legitimately from the people who are writing 
what the characters should say in the program. Yeah. They seem not to understand fantasy football as a concept, which is troubling for me as a potential viewer of the program. I mean, it's just you you saw the league and you wanted to make a family guy the league. Is yeah. That, is what you did. Boy, and this makes family guy look really good because it is good and funny. Um <laughs> But the, so like the concept of, I want the first round pick. No, I want the first round pick. Well, everyone gets a first round pick, so I'm not sure why we're arguing. Um, (laughs) It doesn't matter who he's going to take with his first overall pick. You just pick whatever is left after him. So that's completely irrelevant to your decision making. You, it sounds like, you know, he's going to pick Christian McCaffrey anyway. So who cares? Also, why would he trade anything with you? Because you don't have any assets. It's before the draft. And if it were a keeper league, Christian McCaffrey would already be <laughs> taken. So what the fuck are you talking about? Your shit makes no sense. The animation looks bad. You get seem to have um, bad politics as get well. Um, get um, Yeah. And the lady you hired doesn't know what the hell's going on. And yeah. I'm with her. I don't know what's going on either. Yeah. Also, it seems like the league was maybe not that good. So I don't know if it even needs like a derivative animated show. Man, that's funny. Seeing some other guy's idea and just ripping it off. That's really good. <laughs> but I think the best part is saying you're ripping it off also. Yeah. Ah, there was this thing I liked and then it was over. Uh, it seems <laughs> it seems almost like in the 10 years since the moment has passed for this concept. <laughs> ah, well. Um I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, $321 pledged of $30,000. I guess animation is extremely expensive. Um, for $10,000, you could become a draft dog. Hey, I'm Dirty Dog. Put me in your show. Maybe they will if you donate. I mean, ten grand. Ten grand, huh? Hey. I got yeah, ten, hey. I need ten grand. Hey, wait, here's, ten grand, grand. here's ten grand. It's covered in piss. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have to be a piss. I guess he does. It's yeah. covered in piss. I'm dirty dog. I feel like I've backed myself into a corner with the dirty dog part of it. Now I'm just like, okay. <laughs> 10,000 bucks. You can be a draft dog. You can meet the draft dogs. And for season two, you can be a draft dog. It's the oh, ultimate yeah. reward. The league is currently a 12 person league. Everyone has agreed for the draft dogs Kickstarter to expand the league to 16 members. This is a once-in-a-lifetime chance to get into Draft Dog's history. I can't actually tell if they mean the show or if they mean, like, their actual, just their fantasy football league. So, um, either way, <laughs> it sounds really good. That, my friends, was Draft Dogs and Mike. I think it's your turn to have a little fun. Hey, pass me the rock. I got something called White People. Game for all. It's a relatable, funny adult game. We, You just did a card game. Here's another one. We're going to be... If we, uh, yeah, we're we having so much fun with these card games. We're going to be having a lot of fun with the card games. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, 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 um, we're not PC or whatever. It's one of those goddamn things. A little um, bit. Yeah. It seems like that's sort of the goal. But, uh, yeah, if any at any point you complained that this game was offensive, racist, etc., take five sips. So you kind of know what you're getting into when you uh awful. Take turns drawing cards from the deck and follow the prompts on each card. The purpose of this game is to unwind, laugh hysterically, yeah. drink, and most importantly, realize how we aren't that different from one another. 
Yeah, so what perspective do you think this guy is coming at this uh, this issue from? Well, Which one all, do you think? We're all equal in it together. And yeah. we are, uh, you know, we're all one, kinda, one love. Kind of sounds like the idea is that uh, it's okay for uh, white people to do all of the crazy shit they do <laughs> as long as we say that's kind of crazy. It sort of seems like that's this guy's objective. Um yeah, you've got some cards here. If you or, or your family member has ever worn a cell phone holster on your belt, take three sips. That's like the yeah. first one. That doesn't even. I don't even know if that's like a. Is that a white people thing? The the cell phone holster. Yeah, I think it is. Maybe take turns saying phrases or words white people say that have racist connotations. First player to repeat or take too long takes two sips. What are some uh, What are some words? Well, what are your favorite words, JF? What are some examples of uh, words white people say that have racist connotations? What do they mean by that? You don't have to say it, obviously, idiot. That's interesting. Um, Well, do I have the floor? Am I allowed to speak on my own show? (laughs) Am I allowed to say some of the racist stuff? Go ahead. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, By all means, go. You can also play any rap or reggaeton song and take turns dancing to that song for five to ten seconds each. And that's, I mean, whatever that is, I, you know, I don't know what that is. Um, you don't have to consume alcohol when you play this game. Although if you weren't, I mean, imagine playing this and not doing that. Stone Cold uh, Sober, yeah. That'd be fun. That's fucking, that's sad. <laughs> the $25 level is called Legend Wait For It Dairy. And that's where Hell you get yes. the, you get the game and you get to submit an idea for the game. Kind of sounds like they don't have enough ideas if you ask me. <laughs> Um, if you click on this guy's uh, created history on Kickstarter, you've got some interesting things here. Uh, in 2017, he created Right or Racist, the party game about stereotypes. Um, that one failed. Uh, then he republished it, and it got made. The He made 2200 bucks on Right or Racist. There's a MAGA guy and a PC police who's crying and says that's <laughs> racist. <laughs> um, that's cool. So that's interesting, right? Here we go. That's right. Here's a card that says sometimes it just sneaks up on you, like Pearl Harbor, which I mean, whatever that is, that's funny. Um, let's see. When did this was 2017 that he did this? Yeah. Uh, America is a divided country. One side claims that America has become too racist, sexist, and hateful, while the the side it says the side. Uh, try proofreading, dumbass. The side says people have become <laughs> too sensitive and politically correct. I created this game. To help shed some light on the truth, that is so cool. I'm really glad that someone out there is fighting for yeah. the truth. Um, oh my God! Wow, I don't. Even, I actually don't even want to read. Uh, yeah, some of them are pretty bad. A lot of these. <laughs> some of them are pretty bad. Yeah. Oh my God! I mean, some of the feminism tends to be sexist against men. These are debate cards. I mean, just a, just an idiot type of guy. What a moron. Uh, that's really, uh, that's nasty. <laughs> um, so then the expansion pack and original version of Writer Racist came out, um, and he only wanted 100 bucks and got that, but then it was suspended. Um, and it says, I don't, I don't know that it says why it was suspended, but that's not something that they did. Um, that's something that Kickstarter did. After that, he debuted Dirty Politics in 2020 which failed and subsequently was made. Um, and on that one, he collected $220 to make dirty politics, which is 
I mean, oh, oh my God. <laughs> so just like a, just a kind of guy trying to find like a little niche, uh, uh, area to, a little racist niche area to work, work in. Yep. Uh, you think he shouldn't be allowed to feed his family. You bastard. Yeah. I guess. I guess <laughs> that's right. That sucks, man. This guy mega sucks. Um, yeah. And let's see. Did he set the goal really low this time? Like 100 bucks? No. He wants $19.99. $1,999 for this and has so far gotten 55 bucks hmm. from four backers. So... Weird, weird little setup, this guy's. Oh, $34 pledge level is called These Pretzels Are Making Me Thirsty. That Why? is funny. That is funny. I remember that. What is that from? God, what is that from? Oh, that's from Seinfeld. That's hilarious. Well, so Kramer's funny. white, so I guess technically that's on topic. Um, <laughs> I don't really know what's going on with that. Okay, well, that sucked ass. Um, the next one, Mike, I've got is called Center Cam. Center Cam. Finally, a middle screen webcam. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, I was watching the video for this one earlier. This one's so goddamn stupid. This is fucking bizarre <laughs> to me. Um, I'm going to play the video. When COVID hit, my friend Heather was completing an internship as a substitute counselor for teenagers. Now that sounds extremely nice. She sounds like a good person. Yeah, it a good sounds deed. really bad after what I just said, but you know that's not relevant not, to the why don't product. You just pay attention to, and later on, to, okay. You don't get to start off your video by saying, "Hey, I have a nice friend." Yeah. Now on to my thing. I'm trying to sell. That's not important. I don't want to hear that part of it. Multiple persons in the conference center cam can handle it. Center cam is plug and play to both Mac and PC systems and it will work with your big screen or your laptop. So whether you're in sales, teaching, whether you're a YouTuber, a Twitcher, whether you're a corporate gunslinger presenting to your team of tigers, or whether you're a therapist working with one very important client, CenterCam will help increase the quality of your online interactions. And not to get braggy, which means I'm gonna get braggy, but I'm using CenterCam and a teleprompter to make this video. I want to thank everybody for being involved in this Kickstarter campaign. We're super excited to share this technology and bring people together. Because at the end of the day, that's what the purpose of our business is. No, it's not. So <laughs> the center cam is, uh, imagine a webcam um, and strip away from it some of the extraneous stuff that many people have on our webcams, right? The little, uh, the tiny little lights on the side that don't do anything. Um, the rigid plastic shell, the clip yeah. that goes on the monitor top or the stand for, you know, placing it around the desk area, the speakers, which, I mean, God forbid you use those fucking things. Why, why would and, you put speakers in a goddamn webcam, all right? I don't need that in my I life. don't need it either. No, you're right. Look, that part is true. We don't need that part. But <laughs> take all that away and use sort of the smallest version of the camera module itself you can find you know and attach it to a wire at a 90 degree angle um and then get like a bread clip and stick it to that and you've basically got the center cam because the idea for the center cam is that it hangs over the top of your screen or laptop monitor area and it focuses the camera right in the center of the screen and the point of that i'm thinking is because they think that if you look at the center of the screen where your stuff is, it will look more to the other person like you're looking at them. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that's what they. So, I think. I mean, yeah. Is that a problem for people? I really want to know. Is this I a mean, problem for people? Not at all. It can't be a problem for anyone. And the fact that you have now, you now you have a big webcam hanging out in the middle of your screen stuff. You know. Now I just can't see what I want to see because of the fucking <laughs> wire in the thing. Yeah. You know, I think we got it. I think we got why things are the way they are. Could it be better? Yeah, it could be better, but it's not because this way's worse. Yeah, it's, you know, it's fine, bro. You didn't. You you shouldn't have for real. Yeah, you should not have. No. Um. This is uh. I mean, it, it, dude. I don't know. I mean, you remember when webcams were so hard to come by? Like not that long ago, they were like impossible. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, I think Stefan's... Wait, yours broke too, right? Didn't yours break and then you tried to get another mm. one and it was just like they were all gone? Yeah, mine broke because I tried to take a selfie with it and it just uh, freaking exploded oh. into a mil million pieces because I'm so ugly. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... Um, I was on a call with someone I didn't know uh, the other day. Uh, so... You know, I guess with strangers, like when I'm on a call with someone, it's mostly someone I know, right? It's you guys. Yeah. Um, but I, I do know that for a lot of people, that's not what they're doing. They're with like, you know, clients, would-be clients and whatever, uh, students, for instance. I don't know. People you don't have a level of familiarity with. I understand that it, maybe it's like a little bit awkward, but the person on the other end of the computer also understands the situation because they're on the computer also. Yeah, we, we get it, man. We know now, you know, yeah. that you're not you know, actually looking at us, we get, we get, there's no, you're not, you're not trying to fool, we're not trying to fool anyone with it or anything like that. Is anyone ever looking at the screen going, hey, my eyes are up here. <laughs> or down, I guess down, my eyes are down They're here, somewhere. you're looking up. And it doesn't even matter because we don't even remember where the eyes are. That's yeah. how little of importance it is. Why don't we nail you down free. where people's eyes are and then we'll get to the webcams, okay? <laughs> I mean... This is uh this guy describes himself as an inventor, so that's kind of what's going on there. Um, the center cam is going to run you well retail one twenty five. Early birds are going to get it for eighty five bucks, which is essentially the going rate of you know the standard consumer webcam right now. I think. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, this is so stupid. This is really stupid. Sorry, I mean it's. Nobody cares about that. But I guess people do, because look, 6000 uh, yeah. 6700 of the $8,900 goal. So maybe we're wrong. I think just really picture yourself not looking into a camera and feeling assured that the person on the other end knows that you're looking into a camera, but legitimately having, what, like a five or six inch piece of of electronics dangling over your monitor yeah. as you're trying to work. Yeah, that's not good. I mean, that's because then you got to take it off when you're done, right? Otherwise, you're really crazy. <laughs> it's so stupid, dude. Come now on. you're attaching it. Now you're taking the camera off and attaching it back on every time you have a, a, a conference with someone. Yeah. Awful. I mean, let's think this through, pal. Um, yeah, 6700 bucks, 15 days to go. Ugh. Center cam. I don't like it. I like seeing bad tech. I just don't, you know, that just, that ain't good. Yeah. I actually kind of like it. Oh, hey, okay. 
I have something called Best in Town. I want to create the first ranking website without fake reviews. Um, so what this this uh, person said is that hey, I want to make a I want to make Yelp, but I don't want people to get uh you know come on here and review bomb it when some when that business owner does something racist. So right. To safeguard that, what I'm going to do is make sure you can only review it if you have a receipt or there's a QR code or something on the receipt. So, oh boy. So that's that one. This person is French. I'm willing to bet one. Okay, I'm willing to. I'm sure there's probably a lot of really cool French guys. Oh yeah, I'm sure. But actually, did you know that Dirty Dog is French? Hello. <laughs> he would say hello uh, still. He's not he wouldn't say whatever. He's, the... Well, yeah, he's bilingual. Yeah, he knows. Okay. Um so uh and also he forgot what hello is in French. Yeah, I did so, too. Bonjour. Bonjour. Yeah. Nailed it. So I bet the restaurant industry is different in France. I really do. I bet it's different. I bet it's not the same as this. Um I'm sure there are the reasons that he's coming up with this are stupid. But like you said, if it were here, it would be like I used to own a pancake restaurant and then I said something horrible about women and yeah. and now I have I have 1.1 stars on Yelp and also by the way Yelp is like <laughs> a fucking protection racket that calls me every month to say you need to sign up for our premium plan and put your put our sticker on your door or we're going to uh basically put a bunch of terrible reviews on there and promote the terrible reviews and delete the good ones and all the other shit. It's the, I bet, it's, the, it's the fucking mafia. I mean, I actually do believe that. That's my belief. <laughs> and it's supported by the, the many fine pieces of journalism I've read on this topic. Um, But I, I bet it, do you think it's different in France or do you think they have the same like pressure? I mean, Yelp is everywhere, I guess. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's gotta be a, French Yelp. I think it would be called, I think it's probably Lay Yelp over there. Yeah. What okay. Like Bonjour Yelp. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> Lay Yelp. Log into your Lay Yelp app. Yeah. I don't know why they would say that in English to someone. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure either. <laughs> uh, false reviews on online review sites are causing lasting damage to the reputation of millions of businesses around the world. Another way of putting that. Another way of putting that is that uh, bad businesses often get bad reviews, and that's uh, that ends up being <laughs> problematic for them yeah. in some way. Um, it says it says they promote unfair competition, uh, fake reviews, also mislead tens of millions of users. So the reviews are fake. <laughs> and I guess that's true that the reviews are fake. But I think if reviews are very easy to fake, that's almost in the bit. That's to the benefit of the people owning the restaurant, right? Yeah. You just sit so, there all day, piping up, popping out reviews and stuff of your own shit. Why not? There was even a guy, I think, who famously gamed the system. I think he was on one of the TV shows, like a, a Gordon Ramsay show, yeah. where he, he had a pizza restaurant, I think. And he asked everybody to give him a give him a one star review. So he wanted everyone to give him one star reviews because he was mad at Yelp, um, and it was like a great success because he was like the worst reviewed place, but everybody knew it was good. That's interesting. That's an interesting yeah. strat. You would yeah. be you would be scared of. I guess if you're doing that stuff, you're not scared of what Yelp people think of your restaurant, huh? 
Yeah, I guess I guess that's so. Like he had he probably had a good enough business where he was like, I'm really getting sick of 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 Yelp like threatening me. Yeah. And so I don't know, that's that's how I remember it. But um So, yeah, how does this actually work? What is the plan for getting these verified reviews? Because obviously you can't you can't make people swear on on the Bible that they went to Mhm the meatball store. So what's the deal? What's the plan? Oh my God, dude, I would clean up at the meatball store right now, bro. I'm serious, Are dude. I'm telling me? you. Are you kidding me right now? Dude, I would just, I would clean up like a 50% lamb, 50% beef meatball right now. <laughs> like real light on the sauce, like heavy cheese, wagyu, light on sauce. Wagyu beef. Hey, wagyu oh. beef. Don't tell your dogs about this one. Huh? They'll be for all, real all over it for real. Yeah. Unlike existing sites like TripAdvisor, it will be necessary for each user who wishes to write a review to use a temporary flash code present on the sales receipt the store has uh, he has just visited. Yeah, so services based on the use of technology present in modern cashers such as Tiller or Lightspeed. So I guess the yeah. software, the POS software, can print these codes on there, and then probably more commonly used for people to say like take a survey or something yeah, like that, or yeah. bring this back and you get a dollar off or whatever. Sometimes I get those. So I mean, this is a this is another one of those guys who's like, hey, the technology's already there. Why don't I just go and knock on every door, <laughs> and and then the businesses will help me somehow yeah. because I'm going to help them. I mean, I just can't, I can't even imagine that. I can't imagine that working, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I think if I owned a restaurant and you knocked on my door and said, Hey, I want to, I want to fuck with the QR codes on your fucking receipt (laughs) fucking thing. You know, I would say buy a fucking meatball or get out. You wouldn't let him do it. No. I'd probably let him do it. I'm a sucker, dude. Like, you'd let right, him do it? Okay. And he would say, this is how you're going to get verified reviews on my platform. I would say, what's your platform? And he would say, oh, it's called like Best in Town or something. I would say, I've never heard of it. Get out. <laughs> get out of here, sir. What difference would it make to me that you're starting a platform, you know? <laughs> uh, I mean, that's fucking crazy. What is this for? Are you getting school credit or something? All right, I'll help you out. That's what, that's what I would do. Oh, you are a pushover. I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Don't, I've been saying that agree, for a don't while. Don't agree. Don't say that for Well, people. I've been spreading it around town. <laughs> There's a QR, a QR code you can scan that says, I know that DB is a piece of shit. Um, the uh, He also says that he's going to advertise on the website and the app. So that's cool. Looking forward to more ads on the internet. Um, <laughs> two bucks... Of twenty or thirty-two thousand bucks, two backers, twenty-seven days to go. What do you actually get? You get a founder's badge. That ain't shit. A premium account that'll highlight all your comments. That's not shit. That's cool. Uh, early, early access to the app. That means I'm doing work for you. No, no, no. You're not offering me anything. <laughs> Thank you and goodbye. <laughs> you know. Uh, all right. That one was poop. That one was Let poop. Me, it was poop. But let me do one here, Mike. This is called The Remote Daddy. Have you ever lost your remote control? Of course you have. Everyone has. A better question would be, how many times per day do you search for the remote? I can't find it. Remotes used to be large and bulky back when TVs were smaller. Now TVs are much bigger and the remotes have shrunken and they keep getting smaller and smaller. 
Our kids are constantly losing the remote, whether it's between the couch cushions, the crack between the wall and the couch, under the couch, or they wander off into the rest of the house. Remotes are also fragile. If they are dropped, the battery door will sometimes break and then they are basically useless. We were tired of having to constantly search for the remote. Many times they even vanish for good. So we created the Remote Daddy to solve these problems. Our son Connor once lost the remote down the floor vent. Speaking of Connor, he would like to tell you more about the Remote Daddy. The Remote Daddy is a housing for Roku size TV remote control. All right. I'll tell you one thing I don't like. <laughs> Can I tell you what I don't like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's hear it. Get your damn kids Get out of the ads. Get your damn kids out of the ads. Because the kids are fucking cute. And I don't want to deal with their cute shit while I'm thinking about the product. It's not relevant how cute yeah. your kid is to the product. Now, that being said, I also have to come clean. Uh, we have a TCL Roku TV in the living room. Uh-huh. We do have a remote for that television. At least we did at one time because now Ooh. the remote the remote has not been seen, Mike, I believe all week long. I do not know where the remote is. <laughs> um Oh, somebody needs the remote daddy. Ooh. That's what's fucked up about this is I actually do need the remote daddy. That is absolutely fucked. And I can't tell you I know that there are people listening to this who do not have kids. And they're thinking, you know, you know, JF, you're a piece of shit dad. You don't know what the hell you're doing. Uh, you need to give the keys to somebody else who can actually, you know, drive this train. And and maybe you're right, but <laughs> I can tell you that, that I don't know. Um, they will now. Every single day, I have several conversations with my children. Okay, they are as follows. Number one, do not leave your shoes and boots in the living room next to the couch. I've been privy to that one. I've heard you say that one. That is, I mean, this is a big problem. It's uh, a huge, huge problem in your house, yeah. Number two, you're, you, when you're eating, you need to be sitting at the table and eating and sitting down, okay? Don't yeah. get up, sit down and eat, and when you're done, please pick the trash up if you have any trash and take your plate to the sink. That's very simple. <laughs> number three, when you're done taking a shower, please pick up your dirty clothes and don't leave the towel on the floor What's where it will get that, stinky. Dude? Kids love doing that shit, huh? It's like, I'll just drop this on the floor. Don't drop it on the floor. Right. It won't get dry on the floor. Yep. Okay? The floor won't get dry either. <laughs> I mean, this is what I'm saying. They think, they really think that there's just some little p picking up fairy who walks around and does all this shit. <laughs> and guess what? There is. And it's me. And I'm sick of it. Yeah. Um, so those are the those are the questions or those are the concerns that I address with my children every day. Um, another one is please do not remove the remote control from the one area where it is supposed to be, which is on the couch. Okay, that's it. Now mm -hmm. we have one of the couches that has a little thing in the middle, the little section middle thing that has like a cubby and a cup holder thing. Yeah. Yeah. So here's what here's my plan as far as using the remote goes. I'll grab it and I'll change the channel there and then I'll put it back in the little cup holder or the cubby and we just go about it. No reason for it to be anywhere else, right? Why else would it be? Where Where is it going? About, where, yeah, you taking it to the store or something? Put it in the <laughs> cubby. What, what are you doing with it? I mean, I'll find the remote <laughs> in the fucking pantry. I'll find it in the bathroom. I'll find it in the other yeah. room, which, by the way, has a TV in it that uses the same remote. Good luck solving that fucking puzzle because I don't know what the hell. I don't know which way's up, you know? <laughs> 
But <laughs> it's just like anything else. The fucking the Nintendo Switch, the remote, it all goes on the couch. Somebody plops their butt down on the couch, and where does it go? You know, the couch has a nice little snack. Nom, 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 nom. Eats it up. And yeah. and I don't know. You know, I got to fucking take the whole thing apart. It sucks. So, you know, you use, your, you use the app on your phone. There's no tactile response. It's a real pain in the ass. So, <laughs> now... The, the problems of the modern man, man. It's like you can't find the remote, so you got to open the app. You got to, you know, and it's like, how did I get signed out of the Roku app? How, oh, how do I get signed out of the fucking thing? And then it's like, you got to open the last pass because who, who the fuck remembers that goddamn password? And then, yeah, it's fucking hard, dude. And nobody fucking it's hard. <laughs> parenting is hard, dude. They didn't prepare me for this. I know. Um, so I don't know how crazy this creation is from Connor, but. Do I, knowing how often the remote gets lost, do I want this 3D printed plastic case that is, I mean, truly the ugliest thing I've ever seen? And that's fine. It doesn't have to be pretty. In fact, maybe being ugly will help because the remote <laughs> will be more obvious. Dude, it is, it is massive, right? I'm like, I'm not, it is fucking a huge thing. It essentially doubles the size of the Roku remote, which is not huge still, but compared to what the remote is normally sized at it's pretty thick yeah it looks like one of those fucking uh ipad things you give your kid that's uh, correct they can in case they drop it in a toilet or something that's correct oh dude by the way yeah i i dropped my fucking airpods in the toilet (laughs) no bro yeah i did i did it happens it happens i did but they're okay yeah i dropped them in the toilet I said, oh my God, and I fucking, my hand was down there so fucking fast. Like, I swear to God, I almost could have caught the fucking thing. <laughs> That's how fucking fast my hand went down and just fucking panic. flung him out of there. Just sheer and, panic. Uh, no, they worked fine. There was no piss or shit in there. Just toilet water. Um, so, but even if there was like a big turd in there, I wouldn't say it. Because yeah. then there'd be turd on my AirPods and everybody would know it. But there wasn't. Gross. It was just clean toilet water. Um, so, good product over there from Apple. Stands up to piss and shit. I mean, just toilet water. So <laughs> this is the uh, yeah. This thing is a little bit. Uh, this is a little bit wacky. I think I don't really want somebody else's three D printed remote daddy thing. But I, but the concept of having the big. I mean, it's essentially the bathroom key, wooden stick, right from the gas station. Yeah, it's it's a a humongous burden to anyone who who handles it. Don't just put it in the. You know, or set it on a shelf or something. That's the truth. Doing? Yeah, just put it where it belongs and this won't be an issue. <laughs> but we do not live in that world, do we? We do not. That's, all That's why you have to have the Connor's Crazy Creation Remote Daddy. Um, 468 of 156, uh, 22 backers, 25 days to go. I think they're going to get themselves into the 3D printer and just start cranking these things out. I hope they do. I really hope they do because... This is uh, this is a big problem for dads everywhere. So <laughs> I don't know, Mike. Last one, and it's yours, pal. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Well, you have to say it because it's yours. Oh wait, I thought you were saying that I got the last one, and then it's yours. That's crazy. All right, I have um. Fuck. That is crazy. <laughs> I have fuck COVID toilet paper. It's a toilet paper to express your anger against COVID. I was watching the video for this one, and. It's- is this one very loud to start out? I feel like I it's very it, loud. I think it is, yeah. So maybe we'll okay. Be quick, quick on that volume. There we go. Okay. COVID kicked everyone's ass, but thanks. I mean, that's fucking. 
Sucks, huh? I mean, I'm not saying you have to be super reverent about everything for the rest of your life, but... Yeah. COVID kicked everyone's ass, and then, like, a guy's screaming while it chases him down the street? It's not even... <laughs> Thousands of people died. <laughs> We're not even close to being done with this shit yet. You can't already be doing, like, the wacky... <laughs> Jesus Christ. To vaccines, 2021 is the year we hit back. Give the finger to COVID-19 and flush the virus down the toilet. Literally. Thanks to the fuck COVID toilet paper. Fuck COVID. Hey, coronavirus. Coronavirus. 5% of the profits will go to the COVID response fund to help the World Health Organization in its efforts to contain the pandemic. Charity. Starter campaign and donate now. Wipe your ass with the coronavirus and fuck COVID. So. so there's a lot of stuff on this that doesn't work for me, Mike. Yeah. Well, there's the the toilet paper shortage being uh, basically old news. I mean, months before they even had this idea. Yeah, seemingly. maybe. Maybe almost maybe as soon as it happened, it was done and over with. But. Yeah. Um, the the weird tone is no good. It says it's a funny quarantine gift. I mean. Please don't give this to me. This is a fucking... This is a nightmare. Um, And looking at the toilet paper itself, I mean, you saw the gif of this toilet paper. I will just say the, the, the COVID-19 design is not very compelling, but the product itself looks legitimately like it will be painful to me to use. It yeah, looks it very harmful to my look, ass. It doesn't look good at all. It, all it is is it's a, it's a... It's got a bunch of... It's got a pattern of... Like a blue coronavirus printed on it, but it, it does look like the lowest quality toilet paper that you would steal from your IT job and take home. Uh, yeah, just as an example. It's for an example. Um, it does say it's it says it's two ply, which I mean, we're like we're past that, aren't we? Aren't we passing something as two ply? That's like the standard. <laughs> we got that. It needs to be. Hey, this car has airbags in it. Okay, cool. Okay, what else does it fine. does it do anything else? Fuck's sake. It says extra grip. I do not need extra grip on my toilet paper. If I drop <laughs> it, it goes in the toilet. Who cares? You know? Yeah. What problem are we solving? Oh, hey Mike, this is cool. It actually has perforations in the toilet paper so you can tear it easily. What the oh, fuck? That's cool. A lot of times I'll be in there fighting with a goddamn toilet paper just to get it off of the roll. I'll be, and that's I'm why so I'm mad. sweating in there when I come out, not for any other reason. <laughs> Don't you hate it when you go into the bathroom at home where you live and you can buy whatever product you want, and you you forget to take <laughs> your box cutter into the toilet with you so you can slice <laughs> off a fucking roll of your one ply? What the fuck are you talking about, man? Just uh, get a little hunk of this, slice of this off here. <laughs> Um, it says the, it's the gift that speaks for itself. And this guy appears to be in a hospital receiving this gift. Are you seeing this? This guy's in a hospital bed and they're giving him the coronavirus <laughs> toilet paper. <laughs> hey man, looks like you're another couple weeks in here, but. <laughs> That's this... so cool. The gift that speaks for itself. And yeah, the guy is definitely, uh, that's funny. That's a funny gag gift, huh? They hey, also. don't worry. There's not, there's none on it. They, uh. Ugh. They also uh, hung the toilet paper in the wrong direction on one of these pictures. You have to, you have to have it where it's overhand, right? Yeah. 
I mean, you can't do it underhand. That's fucking. That's a whole situation. Let's see. How much does it cost? $9, you get one roll of toilet paper. Now, Mike, I'm not going to say that I I know exactly how much I spend on toilet paper, but I'm pretty sure it's not $9, $9 a roll. $9 a roll, bro. Come on. I'm just going to guess. I'm just going to guess. Is it is it approximately something like 11 or $12 at most for like 47, 12 to 18 yeah, rolls or something? something? I mean... And they're the ones that are double, so it's like actually eighteen rolls is a million rolls. Like <laughs> I don't, just whatever. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. This is. Uh, I think they fucked up on this one. They fucked up on this one. But yeah. it's a joke. It's a joke gift for. Uh, oh, for, okay. It's a gag gift. You know. It In that sucks. case, it's good. <laughs> oh yeah, it sucks. Uh, twenty-two fourteen of two thousand ninety-seven backers. Twenty-five days to go. So twenty-five days to go. Let's see when is this going to actually get into your hands? March of twenty twenty-one. They say they can get it to you. I'm gonna bet they don't get it to you in March of twenty twenty-one. Is my guess. Yeah. On the toilet paper. Um, one comment so far. This person says, "Excited to be a part of this project. Love the idea and very excited to get my reward." Fuck COVID. Ha ha. Some difficult times. <laughs> Lost okay. both my parents. But I can't wait for the $9 novelty toilet That's paper funny. to show up. All right. That's cool, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Mike, that is the six-pack. And now it's time for the final segment of the program. That's where you come in. You're going to want to contact YKS. You're going to want to talk to Mike and JF. You're going to want to call 802-259-PISS. Send them something at their mailing address. 544 West Main Street, 209 Gallatin. Tennessee, 370066. They got a Gmail. It's the name of the ship. Twitter's at your Kickstarter, and that's it. You're gonna wanna contact YKS. You're gonna wanna let them know you exist. Leave a little message for Mike and JF. YKS pod on Instagram for grill pics. Mike, we got some emails. In fact... We have one that I picked, so it's kind of we had to narrow them down. Um, <laughs> Eric asks, "Sup, pimps? I have a question. No real reason why I'm asking you in particular. How do I ditch my damn Starbucks addiction? The mocha fraps with that sugary fake peppermint syrup make me go goddamn bananas, but they're so expensive and bad for me. Thanks, Eric in the Bay Area. Eric, this is such a good question to hear from you, and I wish you all the best out there in the Bay Area. Don't you, Mike? Don't you wish Eric the best?" I guess. I have no idea why you're asking me that. Um, so you don't? <laughs> you're a psycho, dude. I had a coffee today from uh, Panera Bread. I talk about Panera Bread too much on this show. <laughs> but I, I had a, an iced... I was like, let me get like one of these crazy uh, iced coffee drinks. Big mistake. Nothing but sugar. Nothing but That's pure right. sugar. Disgusting. Did it... I mean, but it, did it taste good or is just the idea of it disgusting? No, it was like, well, I, I need to add like a cup of coffee to this because it's so sugary and thick right. and nasty. So, I don't know. Yeah. Well, did you enjoy your $14 sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> it was actually uh it was actually 11.99, so Oh my god. Oh, wow, you got a bag of chips. You got eight chips with it. <laughs> um you know, I don't, I, here's my thing. I talked about having the Coke Zero. Well, actually, Dirty, Do- Dirty Dog talked about the Coke Zero. Yeah, I like the did. Coke Zero. He did. Uh, 
you know, and for me, I don't. I feel like the caffeine isn't doing anything for me, so I never really get hooked on the coffee. I had a cup of hot coffee the other day, and no, I'm not talking about Grand Theft Auto. Settle down, moms out there. I'm not doing the hot coffee mod on my Grand Theft Auto. Okay, don't take his, don't take his PlayStation away, mom. <laughs> I did it once. I won't do it again. Um, so I don't think like I had a cup of it the other day, and it was fine. I thought, oh, this is good. And then I'm ne- I'll probably never touch it again. Like I just don't. It doesn't do anything for me, so I can't really get in that headspace. But I do think if you're being even halfway serious, and you're like, "How do I fucking find something?" Yeah. To not get me, because they really are. I mean, Starbucks. I don't know what Panera Bread is, but Starbucks is you probably know like what six- it is. <laughs> I meant I don't. Yeah, I know what it is from listening to you one episode. You fucking tell me the whole menu practically. <laughs> I think what what does a Starbucks Frappuccino thing cost? Like five and a half, six dollars probably? I don't know. I would say I was gonna say four or five, yeah. Five sounds about right. Yeah. And you get the one of the unicorn ones, the unicorn farts or the pigacorn drink yeah. or whatever, and it's gonna be, you know. I love those. I I bet I would like them a lot. I've never had one because I don't want to know how much I like them. Um <laughs> here's my honest suggestion. I really do think you should find something that is close to it and then just step it down, right? So go from the big Starbucks coffee milkshake, right? Yeah. And just and go to my favorite place, the store, and get the fucking the Starbucks frappuccinos like the four pack of them, right? Yeah. Doesn't that make sense? It's going to be cheaper. Those are probably going to only run you like a dollar and a half a piece. There's less sugar in there overall. Just you drink do, them and you say, that reminds me your, of that. Uh, just do your own, co- I mean, why aren't you doing your own coffee and then you can put a little syrup in there or whatever, right? Yeah, but that's not, but that's not the same thing. It's the same thing. Just convince no. you. Just Eric me. in the Bay Area, who I wish the best, by the way. I wish the best for Eric. <laughs> and he wants something cold and he wants something sugary and milkshakey. That's not that you can't yeah. put, you can't put your Almond Joy coffee mate in your fucking hot coffee cup at home and say that star. It's just not. You got to work your way I down could. to that. Okay. Is that what you're going to do? <laughs> I mean, I put a little syrup in there. or, or uh, you Can know? we talk about the guy fucking saying, you're giving advice. You just said you went to Panera Bread and had the worst coffee ever oh, and ate yeah. a $14 sandwich. Yeah, that's right. Don't listen to me. I'm stupid. <laughs> no, well, I didn't mean that. <laughs> Mike, I wish you all I'm the stupid. best. Jesse, no. Don't wish no. me the fucking best. I wish you all the best. Thank you, Eric and Mike. <laughs> Hi, guys. So I'm listening to episode 91, possibly 92, who fucking cares? And one of you two fucking idiots, I believe it's you, Jesse, is talking about what the library is in Star Wars, the big library that they go to to try and figure out where Kamino is. It's the fucking Jedi library in the Jedi Temple on Coruscant. You fucking idiot. DB, you're cool. Jesse, come on. Fucking step it up, dude. 